0: hey it's david checking in with some takes on the nba playoffs it's friday april 26th round one is nearly over six of the eight playoff series are over still two still going on the clippers and the warriors play tonight And Denver and San Antonio, very entertaining series, going to go to a Game 7. Big thanks to Denver and San Antonio for giving us at least one Game 7. So round one is just about over. We're just about done with the appetizers. We're clearing off the appetizer plates. Still a little meat left on the bone of the chicken wings of Warriors Clippers and Nuggets Spurs. But basically round one went as predicted. Basically, if you took the chalk, you're looking pretty good. There were a few minor surprises, minor upsets. The Brooklyn Nets took one game off the Sixers. Orlando won one game in Toronto. Utah got one game off Houston. The Clippers have surprisingly won two games in Oakland. But overall, round one has gone to form. Setting up some massive matchups in round two should be really exciting. In order, Golden State Houston might be the heavyweight's most attractive round two matchup a lot of people think houston could be the one to take down golden state this year and remember houston was up 3-2 against golden state had a home game seven chris paul got hurt golden state prevailed and went on to the title houston definitely waiting an entire year for this second chance. They're healthy, they're ready to go. They've gotten a couple extra days of rest by eliminating Utah earlier than the Warriors eliminated the Clippers. And that could be a very interesting round two matchup. So just to recap, round one, Milwaukee swept Detroit. Just a quick note here, Blake Griffin showed a lot of heart. He was hurt. He dragged this Pistons team to the playoffs. He missed the first two games of this series. This series was a severe mismatch. Detroit was severely overmatched with the Bucks, Not surprising that it was a sweep in favor of Milwaukee. And give some credit to Blake Griffin and the Pistons for making the playoffs, showing a lot of heart, and giving them something to build on. So their young guys have been in the playoffs. They understand the stakes, and the magnitude, how hard you have to play, how few mistakes you have to make. And if, as the Pistons look toward the future, they can build upon this playoff berth. Another sweep, Boston over Indiana. And Boston, I'm just one of the last ones I feel like Boston is still frisky boston is still a player in the east gordon hayward has been looking like gordon hayward the last five weeks or so very promising for the celtics al horford is in playoff mode kyrie is a guy that can get you a bucket at any time and has incredible stats in the fourth quarter some of the best fourth quarter shot making stats in the nba so milwaukee boston in round two i'm gonna take Milwaukee as my predicted winner of the East but this should be an outstanding series I'm hoping for no injuries I'm hoping for six or seven games and I'm hoping for some fireworks and some theatrics some last second shots some critical possessions and I look to Milwaukee to prevail on the other side of the East it's going to be Sixers and Raptors and these are the four heavyweights that we had gauged would be the top four in the East and here we are I like Toronto in this series The Sixers, I still think, have a couple holes. They have, obviously, five excellent players, but they very rarely have all five firing on all cylinders. One guy's usually having an off game. They can't really figure out how to share the ball amongst those five. Ben Simmons doesn't shoot from the outside, which allows defenses to pack it in the paint, which hinders Joel Embiid a little bit. And I didn't like the way the Sixers lost game one. To Brooklyn I think the Sixers are vulnerable so I mean if the Sixers have one stinker like they did against Brooklyn and lose that game now they basically have to beat Toronto four out of six and I like Toronto in that scenario Toronto looks good they have home court they have Kawhi they have Kyle Lowry They have Marc Gasol, very playoff-savvy group. They have young wings, Pascal Siakam, that can defend the weapons of the Sixers. I like Toronto in this series, and then I like Milwaukee over Toronto in the Eastern Conference Finals, and Milwaukee to represent the East in the NBA Finals. In the West, as I alluded to at the top of the show, Golden State currently leads the Clippers 3-2. Clippers are such a great story. I'm a bit of a Clipper homer, but the Clippers had such a fun season. They basically have no star, they traded their best player in February, and they made it to 48 wins, made it into the playoffs in the West just remember the LeBron James Lakers did not make the playoffs the Anthony Davis Pelicans did not make the playoffs the Mike Conley Grizzlies did not make the playoffs the gutty Sacramento Kings did not make the playoffs the Clippers with this patchwork of not stars but just hustle grind gritty guys and a great coaching job by Doc Rivers made it to the playoffs and have now taken two games off the Warriors I don't think anyone expected that I still expect the Warriors to win this series but Clippers really just playing with house money here as they made the playoffs They won 48 games. They've now taken two games off of the Warriors and caused uh, the Warriors a lot of problems, basically. So, kudos to the Clippers, even if they go down here in round one, which seems likely a great season for the Clippers and certainly setting up the Clippers for success next year. If the Clippers can add a superstar this summer through free agency, or should they trade some of their young assets and very friendly contracts, trade for a superstar, trade for an Anthony Davis? clippers have a bright future ahead of them no matter what path they end up taking it's it's an exciting time to be a clipper fan the other series that's still in play is denver san antonio which has been a very entertaining series currently tied up at three going to game seven i like denver in this series but san antonio you just you can't kill them they're always in the playoffs they're always reliable they're always frisky they're always tough to eliminate and this is no surprise that this series has gone seven i think denver has been slightly better and will win the series and move on to the next round but kudos to the San Antonio Spurs, who, again, similar to the Clippers, did, did not have a lot of star power. I know they have DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge, uh, but but the Spurs system and the Spurs coaching staff and the Spurs player development is really the star of the show, in my opinion. They make the playoffs every year, 20 years in a row. It's an incredible run, one of the most incredible runs in all of sports. I don't think the Spurs are going to win the title this year, uh, but winning three games in round one, going to a game seven... Always exciting and looking forward to that game seven this weekend. So, that would set up the Western Conference semifinals with Golden State playing Houston and Portland playing San Antonio. So, a couple notes on Portland had an entertaining series with OKC. Portland prevailed 4-1 to one with a walk-off series-ending 37-foot step back by Dame Lillard over the outstretched arm of Paul George. Just incredible theatrics. Dame Lillard now has two walk-off series-ending shots. He beat Houston a couple years ago and now OKC. This series featured quite a bit of trash talking, uh, definitely Dame and Russ going head-to-head, neither one back down. It was really exciting to watch Dame prevail. And where does that leave Russ? and the Thunder. Russ, I believe, is now 4-14 and in the playoffs since Kevin Durant left the Thunder. He's got Paul George, but clearly lost in the first round last year 4-1 to to Utah, lost this year 4-1 to to Portland, and I think that's a problem. What What is their path to success? Obviously, they have a path to the playoffs in the West, but the West is so loaded, making the playoffs is a good achievement, but is that really the top-level goal for the OKC Thunder? I don't think so. Is it time to start thinking about trading, Russ? Russ has a huge contract. I believe it's five years is 206 million and he's only in now completing year one do you call the lakers see if they're interested in russ for lonzo ingram kuzma do you call the clippers and ask about their young assets alexander shamit some of the draft picks some of the friendly contracts lou williams i know that's probably sacrilegious to okc fans russ has been the heart and soul of that franchise for his entire career but that contract is an albatross and paul george is a max player and Steven Adams is making in the mid $20 million per year range. That doesn't leave a lot of flexibility. Can't really add many more talented free agents with that type of payroll. So OKC with some decisions to make here over the summer. Interesting to see where that direction will go for OKC. Kudos to Portland. Portland last year got swept in the first round. They were the higher seed. They had home court. They looked awful. The Anthony Davis Pelicans figured out if you can blitz Dame and get the ball out of his hands. It causes a lot of problems for Portland. Dame looked confused last year. He this summer worked on his game. Went back in the lab. Determined how to attack the double team and clearly had a sensational season. It's probably going to be a first team all NBA guard and a triumphant return to the playoffs with a 4-1 victory over OKC in the first round. Damian Lillard, one of my favorite athletes one of my favorite players so happy to see him get that success see that hard work pay off and see him into round two you know on that side of the bracket so portland okc denver san antonio one of those teams is going to be in the western conference finals and portland took a big step by eliminating okc and now they'll play either denver or san antonio and i think have an excellent shot at the western conference finals damian lillard's got the hot hand they got confidence they have a great crowd they're riding riding high Uh, i'm not sure if the portland trailblazers will represent portland in the western conference finals but they certainly have a path there and it's been a very successful last couple of weeks for portland but i think the main entree is warriors rockets obviously the rockets as i alluded to at the top of the show gave huge problems to warriors last year took them to seven games had them on the ropes missed 21 straight three pointers in that game seven and went down they have the firepower with James Harden and Chris Paul they have everyone healthy knock on wood that Chris Paul's hamstring holds up for the next couple of weeks and if it ends up being Warriors Rockets here in in round two for the next couple of weeks gonna be very exciting gonna be must-see TV I will certainly be tuned in I have watched at least some of every single NBA playoff game but I also enjoy being married so I don't watch every every minute of every game so looking ahead round two gonna be very exciting I predict the Warriors will beat the Rockets and then the Warriors will be Denver and then the Warriors will be Milwaukee and retain their championship and then kick off a wild summer of free agency and superstars moving to new teams and new cities and every team you know has hope I think if you're a Knicks fan you have hope that you're gonna get Kyrie and Kevin Durant as a Clippers fan you're you have hope that you're gonna get Kawhi and maybe someone else so say what you want about the players moving teams too many times and having too much power positive is that it does give hope to some of these fans of downtrodden franchises, that they could be turned in the corner. They're one su- superstar away. All right, thanks for listening.